listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hi, everybody. Welcome to January. Can you believe we're this far along in the month? So grateful for these chances together. Thank you for being here. So we'll talk a little bit about um, be still and know and it's a pretty common phrase that we like to say be still and know when we're in those moments of personal chaos but actually when you read through the Bible and you read that particular um, phrase from God command from God be still and know is more like stop in the battle and gather your thoughts only to hear him clearly so we'll just go into a little bit of that and overall we're just carrying on with 2021 in all its magnificence and all its unknown and just appreciating every moment he gives us. Thank you. Jesus, Jesus, help us today to focus on the attitude of our hearts in the midst of our actions. Bless each ordinary moment. Bless them as an opportunity to worship such an extraordinary God. Lord, we pray for wisdom to see that you long for your children to put you first above all things. That as we are to give of our time and our care, our money, we can also scale back on our wants in such a material world. We pray for Holy Spirit, Lord, we pray that he join us in this conversation of more of you and less of the things of the world. <laughs> Amen. Psalm, 40, Psalm 46, verse 8 through 11, Passion Translation. Again, we go back and forth a few different ones. Um, new English translation, New International Version. Those are really great translations of the Bible, of the Word. So Psalm 46, 8 through 11. Everyone look, come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God. For he brings both ruin and revival. He's the one who makes conflicts and throughout the earth, breaking and burning every weapon of war. Surrender your anxiety, be silent and stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. I am the God above all the nations, and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. Here he stands, the commander, the mighty Lord of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Pause in his presence. Wow. Pause in his presence. Be still. You know, God really isn't just telling us to be still and rest. He is demanding, demanding we cease and rely on him alone. That is such a truth. Because life is different now for each and every one of us. Sometimes um, some of us we know are going through things that life is so drastically different at this moment and things are not of our choosing. And for a lot of people, it is just a little bit of a discomfort that's going on. So really, no matter where you're at in this world, um, he is with us in the big and the small. And it's not just Canada and other communities or countries or nations. It's the entire world that are deep into this global pandemic right now. And we don't want to reiterate it and dwell on it, but it is a daily fact of life for all of us. And, you know, the past several months, too, has really refined and redefined anything that we knew prior. And I'm certain that the next several months then we'll certainly be learning all kinds of things and it will usher in a whole new realm of changes. So, you know, as we learn in this era of turmoil uh, across our country, across North America, south of the border, it's also around the world and hundreds of other nations worldwide. Everybody is united almost in 
the current state of the globe. It's amazing. And so here we're being told still to social isolate, social distance when out in public. Um, the rules are confusing because you can go somewhere really public, but you can't have dear ones into your own home to visit, you know, and so it's kind of getting confusing. Stay the course because God is the course. Eyes on him. Just know and release it to him. Like it's easy for, I'm getting caught up often in the rules and regulations. Uh, and then I just have to remember God is. And it really helps me stand. It really does. I'm certain too that there'd be less anxiety for each of us if we took our eyes again off of our own problems that are like at arm's reach, you know, and leaned in to hear the quiet, steady urgings of Holy Spirit and his prompting to have us offer prayer to those around us. So keeping our eyes on Jesus, but also be open to keeping our hearts to other people. You might not even be speaking to them as they walk by on the street, but if you're prompted to wonder about who that person is, take it a step further and give that person to God in prayer. It's so easy to focus. Um, Again, something that we're struggling with a little bit. It's so easy to focus on so many other things in our immediate circumference, you know, things that we think we can control and need to do. Yeah, like basically sifting through a pile of to-do lists. But take a deep breath, you know, be aware of how we may be hurting, how those we love may be hurting. People aren't always sharing that hurt because they want to stay positive. You know, be aware that... Um, Carrying out your work day gives us opportunities too, because while a lot of people are stuck at home, we still have to go into the workforce each day. And so keep that in mind too. It does make all the difference in our day and their day. It really does, you know, the simple interaction and simple quick prayer for the well-being of another. Those are blessings that are for us as much as the person we're praying for. And maybe a piece too, of our present day worry really is that we're more aware of the general suffering of the human race than ever before. And I know we've talked on that in the past couple of weeks, months, um, but it's the truth. You know, our smartphones link us to every news app available and that keeps us up to date on major occurrences, whether they're true or false, unfortunately, we're bombarded with media and whatever they deem topic worthy at that time. And around the world, pouring out a steady stream of human suffering and wrongdoing, you know, it seeps into our consciousness, even if we're not fully absorbed in that newscast. So pause, pause, clear. Let's turn off the media roar. Uh, I think that's really relevant. I hear it all day at the gym, on the TVs at the gym, and in our news feed, or you turn on your computer to do something specific, and there's the news as the opening page, you know. Man, Holy Spirit, we need you. <laughs> With you walking beside us in this pulsating, seething world of restless unhappiness, we're reminded that there is joy in everything. We are so blessed. Wow, you know, he will give us the opportunity to rediscover joy of abiding with Jesus. He will pour his contentment into us when we make room for him repeatedly. Go for that walk. Pick up the guitar and sing. Speak to a friend. Write a note that no one may ever see, but God sees it. It's just amazing to just have that connection of intimacy and relationship with our God. You know, 
it's it's crazy philippians 4 verse 12 through 13 i know what it means to lack and i know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance and for i am trained in the secret of overcoming all things whether in fullness or in hunger and i find that the strength of christ's explosive explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty so when emotions are running high my friends wow trust god to supply the answers in the days ahead intentionally listening for God, you know, experience his deep peace and light. It is so needed for us. But again, when we carry that light received so freely from our Lord, man, we can pour it over households, our own households, social groups, neighborhoods, ourselves, anywhere and everywhere. God knows it's all happening. He knows every moment that's happening right now, whether it's just pouring the cup of coffee in the morning or having to attend a meeting where you might lose your job. God knows. He is with us. He is active. Praise be to him. Praise be to him. I think too, like it's what, January 9th? <laughs> and January has headed into this new year like a total freight train. And it's been a reminder already, get on your knees before God and thank him, thank him, thank him. He provides, he provides furniture. He provides running water in this community, uh, electricity, a roof, things that we almost take for granted in our hustle to take care of those things and pay for them. You know, he provides it all by his amazing grace. It's so truly humbling, isn't it, you know? Our God is here right now with us, with you right there watching, with us right here sharing. Accept God's, um, accept him. When we accept God's overabundant filling of us, we will see the most amazing things happen in our own lives and get to witness that in the lives of people we know, people we are about to know. Hear it from a friend of a friend. Oh my goodness, God is just layers deep and interactions go Domino, domino, domino. We learn what is truly essential in this life and what isn't. And with each non-essential moment and thought and thing that we let go of, our hearts do grow calmer, quieter, more open and more joyful. Our souls grow lighter, our relationships grow deeper. This doesn't mean that there's not troubles and there's not bills to pay or a deadline to meet. But when we seek him for that moment and go, yeah, you know what, God? I'm grateful for these things, and these things will fall into place, God, because I've put them in your hand. Hebrews 12, verse 1 through 2. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination, for the path has already been laid out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze, fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. All for us, all for our everyday moments. More importantly, so that as we navigate our everyday moments, we keep our eyes on him and salvation, salvation. Give your heart to Jesus. He is the Lord of all. We know this deeply. When you know it, accept it, admit it, acknowledge it, 
and give it back to him that he is the risen savior that he was crucified and conquered death and rose again three days later you will know that this is nothing this is a gift of god this moment in life but all things turn us back to him all things turn us back to the plan of salvation each and every time God pries our hands off the worry that we're clinging to. He fills our hands anew with more of himself so that we don't actually feel um, just free from the stress of so much worldly noise around us, but free to live our life focused on following God's call. And it's a freedom to love and serve as God intended, as he commands choose to focus on God. Again, it's a choice. We have that choice. We can be looking at this or we can be looking at him. Don't let your heart be enslaved by things of this world. It's a struggle for me again with newscasts and me getting all up in arms about something that's happened. I think a lot of us can feel that way. So shift our focus back to him. His peace does consume you. It's that fast. It's that simple. I often apologize, like I'm about to read an article and get all riled up and then I'm like, whoa, it's actually irrelevant to me and my circumstance in this city that I stand in. So I pray about it and I give it to God and I apologize to him for not trusting that he has it all under control. Let that peace consume you, his peace. It'll overtake you. You know, pray and seek his face. Choose to let your heart reflect his word. That's amazing. You know, the landscape we see today will change. It's ever changing. The leaders we see to change, that'll happen. The leaders that were put in place are all of a sudden gone. You know, nations we see today are changing. God never changes. God never changes. All of it changes. He never does. His word never changes. His way of doing things will never change. Choose to shift your focus. Again, choice is just a word that resonates so strongly because God gave humanity the gift of choice, right or wrong. We often make terrible choices and there's war. We personally make terrible choices and there's a disconnect with a family member. But God's gift to humanity is choice. Choose to lift your focus. Choose. Build your life on his word. Let's build our lives on the rock that never changes. Wow. Yeah, he is the rock that never changes. First Peter 1. 23 through 25. You have been born anew and not from perishable, but from imperishable seed through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass and all its glory like the flower of the grass. For the grass withers and the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord endures. And this is the word that was proclaimed to you. Wow. In other words, be still and know. Stop striving. You know, because to stop striving is to trust God's equipping too. He's the one who works in us and through us. And as we surrender to his indwelling spirit, we will find that perfect rest. And rest again isn't having a sleep. It's just calmly proceeding throughout your day even, even if you're busy. If we're attentive and listening when we pray, we'll glimpse a greater purpose in that distance. You know, it's a purpose way beyond ourselves. We can't plan it. We can't imagine. We can hope for it a little bit, but we can have faith in it. It's a, it's a purpose so much bigger than ourselves. It is so much worth to pay attention to it. Sometimes maybe this purpose is centered on family because everybody's call and purpose is different. So when God's asking us to be still and know that he is God in that battle cry, um, everybody's call 
is different. You know, some people it's caring for their spouse and family and parents and relatives and others. It's maybe a specific cause, you know, like um, animals, environment, people with disabilities, social problems. So others might discover too that a career or call from God is actually in their workplace. So yes, they earn a paycheck, but their purpose is greater than that by serving. It's amazing. So God has a role for each one of us in his kingdom. And so, you know, if we approach our daily lives with him first and seek the calm that he instills in us and the clarity and where he directs us to look past ourselves, you know, if we approach our daily lives differently, then we approach maybe our goal list, uh, we can really find that he's filled us with purpose. He's filled us with tools. He's filled us with a joyful giving heart that isn't for applause, but it's for the walk with Jesus. Man. So I hope too that whatever we do, we're doing it with exhibiting the virtues that spirit gives us. Again, that's another moment to stand and accept Holy Spirit as the director of your life and to walk with him in compassion, in wisdom, in prudence, modesty, fairness, and humor, you know? These are all of the virtues that we draw nearer to when we turn away from the world's harsher values of greed and showing off and righteousness in the new immoral world. Because as we grow closer to God through that, those fruits of the Spirit will pour into our lives. His fruits, again, love, joy, Patience, peace, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When we surrender ourselves and get still with God and seek to know God and hear his command over our lives as he is the God of angel armies and he is the God of all that is, all that was and all that will be. When we surrender ourselves, our focus does naturally shift too. And when we surrender to him, priorities begin to change and fall into place. And when we lean into Christ for all things, our will begins to align with his greater will. So seek his word, again, read the Bible back and forth, pick a book in the Bible and dive into it. Choose to set your eyes on him, focus, focus with him. And we can continue on through any uncertainties, through any griefs that we may face and confusion we might have. You know, he gives us the strength we need to get through this life because we are not alone. He is so much larger than anything. He is our salvation. Wow, he still holds our purpose in his hands while we're here on this earthly life. And he holds time in his hands. Time bows to him. He's not bound or limited by it. So when we're called to be still, and we're called and invited into his family. And when we're created to love and serve a glorious God, we're able to do it because of his grace and simply his grace, unmerited grace. Psalm 148, verse one through six. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let the skies be filled with praise and the heavens with the shouts of glory. Go ahead and praise him, all you messengers. Praise him, all you heavenly hosts. Take it up even higher, up to the highest heavens until the cosmic chorus thunders his praise. The cosmic chorus thunders his praise. Let the entire universe erupt with praise to God from nothing to something. He spoke and created it all. He established the cosmos to last forever and he stands behind his commands so his orders will never be revoked. Wow, 
That is amazing. Psalm 148, verse 1 through 6, Passion Translation. Amazing. He stands behind his commands so that his orders will never be revoked. His word is unchanging. God has no equal. He has no rival. God has no shortages, no needs. He is before all things. And at the end of the day, he will be the last one standing. The world is filled with little G gods, which drives me crazy. God is a capital G. But our God made the heavens and the earth. Our God made the heavens and the earth, made you, made me. Man, no one compares to him and nothing will ever come close. Like that is a fact. You can't even argue that, change it. That's a fact. Therefore, therefore we praise him, don't we? We praise him. Praise him in the waiting and exalt him in the wondering. So maybe in today's prayers, you know, don't ask for so much, maybe. Just keep lifting that name above every name. Jesus Christ, lift it high. My friends, let his name anchor your hearts this week and the days ahead, the months ahead. Let Jesus anchor your hearts and still your souls. Let your praise drown out the chaotic noise of this world that's contending for our allegiance and affection. Because when we give him when we choose to give him all of our focus and all the glory and all our faith, oh, all our faith in him, it'll lift your thoughts to the very highest place and hold you there. It really will. Stay committed to God's plan despite what's going on around you. God's targeted plans, his commands never change. His targeted plans might require achieving something never even accomplished. But through our obedience, God will use us and use our lives for his glory. 2, Two Chronicles 15, four through seven. Because of their distress, because of their distress, they turned back to the Lord God of Israel. They sought him and he responded to them. In those days, no one could travel safely. No one could travel safely for total chaos had overtaken all the people of the surrounding lands. One nation was crushed by another and one city by another for God caused them to be in great turmoil. But as you be strong and don't get discouraged for your work will be rewarded. Wow. Second Chronicles 15 verse four through seven, New English translation relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago, 1,000 years ago, and every, every decade since, and probably to come until he calls us home. Second Chronicles 15, four through seven. Amazing. God is faithful. He will come through in his word concerning his people, his people, despite challenges that we're wading through right now. On our own, we can't effectively explain and execute his plan for our life, you know, really. But with the humble trust and willingness given to him, we are able to because Christ makes us so. So aim again that focus onto God's targeted plans for your lives. Partner with Jesus. He's right there and wants to hang out with you. It sounds so ridiculous sometimes because he is holier than holy. But he's also our best friend and is right here in the empty chair beside us. Amazing. What a gift. And in that, when we partner with Jesus and ask him to work with us as we follow his will, we're not in control, man, it will make a positive impact on others and in their lives for Christ. Like, what a gift. Removing our thoughts from ourselves and our own salvation and be part of someone else's road to salvation. That's the ultimate commission in my eyes. Someone else's road to salvation. <laughs> you know, don't reject God's plan. 
it could not only negatively affect um, what you're doing and who you are in Christ, but wow, it could influence others and turn them away from Jesus. And that's not what we're about. Jesus loves us all. And if those moments do happen where we've stepped out of turn and maybe felt like we've caused some chaos in a person's life and their walk with Jesus, that's not written in stone. God's unending grace is written in stone. He is that rock. He doesn't just give us what we need. He forgives us when we did what we thought we needed, but it wasn't of him. He is ready and willing to hold our hand and take us home. Always turn back to him. It's never too late or never too far gone. Any mistake we've made when we give it to him in sincere, sincere, reflective, um, grief that we've harmed and hurt Holy Spirit, that will be turned into a grace and forgiveness that just washes over you, you know, because our hearts were created by him, for him. And that's the same with the hearts of all those around us and all those hearts around the world. Oh, Lord Jesus, how we need you, how we need you. It's simple truth. You know, we are fighting and clawing our way through the world and people are fighting to gain the world and gain a foothold stop nope without jesus you'll never be completely satisfied so thank you thank you open your heart today open your heart to the idea that jesus christ is who you were made for and that that reward is eternity at his side walk away from the lesser things of this world that are just consuming our moments but they won't be of any importance in five years just as they weren't important five years ago walk away from those things you know become more like him as you come to him more often if that makes any sense he's enough for me I know he's enough for you he's enough for all of us and he's here second Corinthians 5 6 through 10 passion translation that's where we're always full of courage even while we're at home in the body we're homesick to be with God for we live by faith not by what we see with our eyes we live with a joyful confidence yet at the same time we take delight in the thought of leaving our bodies behind to be at home with the Lord so whether we live or die, we make it our life's passion to live our lives pleasing to him. For one day we will all be openly revealed before Christ on his throne so that each of us will be duly recompensed for our actions done in life, whether good or worthless. Wow. Turn to God. The enemy's key strategy is fear. Fear of failure. Fear of not measuring up. Fear of loss, I mean, it's endless, isn't it? We can worry about all kinds of repercussions at the workplace if we're following God faithfully and share him out in public, but we must. You know, we can dread the cost of a relationship with an unsaved friend or family member, but we must speak and share God because, you know, we can sense him calling us to minister to a broken world and often fear speaking that to our very own friends and family, but don't. We love, love, love. He loves, loves, loves. Be brave. Be brave in such a time that's instilling fear in hearts. How do we prevent that fear from terrorizing us, you know? How do we be still and know? We just keep reading the word. I don't really know um, too much about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abnego. They were confronted by a real possibility of death by fire. They're in the Bible, Daniel 3, 16 through 18. But they stood up to King Nebuchadnezzar 
and I'm saying all these names wrong because I'm quite excited about this, but could you imagine that you're in the deep fire and you can say to a king who's about to cook you, uh, no, we don't need to reply to you because our God, whom we are serving, does exist and he will rescue us. But also know this, that we will not serve your gods. And if he does not rescue us, it is by his will. And we trust in it. That's basically the summary of it. But Daniel 3, 16 through 18. Sorry for not memorizing that one clearly. It's beautiful. Read the book of Daniel. It's like from beginning to end, quite amazing. And their response in the book of Daniel too provides an example of how our God, who we all serve, is able to deliver us. And even if he does not deliver us in the moment for what we were praying for, please know that we can stand concrete in him because there's something bigger in the horizon that only he knows. So when challenges come, and they are coming, you know, we have a choice. See life through the lens um, of our circumstances and it seems hopeless, or see through the lens of God's actual sacrificial love. It turns all that pivot around in your heart. Amazing. First Timothy 1, 14 through 17. I was flooded with such incredible grace like a river overflowing its banks until I was full of faith and love for Jesus, the anointed one. I can testify that the word is true and deserves to be received by all for Jesus Christ came into the world to bring sinners back to life, even me, the worst sinner of all. Yet I was captured by grace so that Jesus Christ could display through me the outpouring of Holy Spirit as a pattern to be seen for all those who would believe in him for eternal life. Because of this, my praise is to the King of all the universe, who is indestructible, invisible, and full of glory, the only God who is worthy of the highest honors throughout all of time and through all eternity. Amen. Wow. So I think as we close and say goodnight, and thanks again for joining us, there's a little bit of a, a longer prayer here. I think our prayer is that we arrive at the conviction that Living as a Christian is finding delight in God's wise plan for our lives and humbly allowing him to direct us in it. That we may consistently display our trust in Jesus so that at the end, God will be glorified in our daily life. We'll be more joyful. We will be a source of inspiration to others who notice faith and hope within us and will seek our Savior, through whom alone they can have the same relationship. So may we, with the help of Jesus always, focus on what matters most. May others show us God's love and God's constant presence as well when we need it. And may we hold on to Jesus, our rock in a weary land, our shelter in a storm. God's invitation to restore us is to walk a new path, not the world's path. God's path of peace. God's invitation to restore us, that's perfect for the message. Actually, we just had a whole total hiccup and that couldn't be more perfect for what the message is because God is in control and all that little blurb of an alarm going off reminding us of worldly tasks never gets in the way of God's word because his word is final and epic. His invitation to restore us into a new walk of life is his path of peace. So stay peaceful and calm in all of it. That turmoil that could happen, God's got it. It's all good. God, we pray for your anointing this year. We pray for it. We need it. We pray to live the calling you have given each one of us. Oh, Lord, we anticipate your return and desire to share your good news and peaceful path. 
yeah, peaceful path with our families, friends, co-workers, those we meet along the way. Yes, Lord, you know our needs and you know your world's needs, our heart's truth. We pray you loosen our grip on circumstances and unknowns. We pray that as we commit to giving you space to work within us, we offer you our clear focus and accept your direction, correction, and equipping, God. By depending upon Holy Spirit, wow, we desire to live and love in a way that's pleasing to you, restorative for us, because God, you are more than enough for whatever season or moment in history that we are in. Such grace, God. Thank you. You control the outcome, God. We trust it. We know that there is a war at hand, but you are the master of angel armies. We pray hope. We pray healing. We pray deliverance. We pray love and rejoicing. We pray revival. We pray salvation. We pray it for not just ourselves, God, but for those down the street who we've never spoken to, each and every soul that walks by our day. We pray revival. We pray forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.